0: Welcome to Grace Notes. We're almost at the end of our series, making the best of our emotions. The last emotion we addressed was anger. Before we move on, let's reiterate a few suggestions on how to properly respond when we get angry. Do not sin when you're angered. That means don't take revenge and don't maul over it. Rather, handle the matter quickly. In fact, the best way to manage your anger is to turn it over to God and let Him deal with your feelings and the offender. Be a better listener. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. Walk away from an argument before you'll say something you'll regret later. Do your part to be a peacemaker in all situations. These are just a few. We challenge you to do your homework and research the word anger in the Bible. Then take God at His word. Now, on to another emotion. Fear. People have said their number one fear is public speaking. So that must mean if you're asked to speak at a eulogy, you'd rather be in the casket. (laughs) Other fears include death, yours or a loved one, danger, the environment, darkness, failure, the future, or any unknown thing or event, your children's well-being, war, sickness, change, loss, the IRS or police officers, doctors, and the consequences of sin. So what do we do with this fear? Join our host, Barbara Sandbeck, and explore the scripture together as we seek to find the answer.
1: What is fear? It's a distressing or unpleasant emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or pain, either real or imagined. Another definition is the feeling or condition of being afraid. Fear entered the world when sin entered the world. Sin is anything we do contrary to what God wants us to do, which is His best for us. When our ancestors, Adam and Eve, decided to do things their way, they no longer had an intimate relationship with God, and they hid from Him out of fear. They'd always looked forward to His presence before. The first use of the word afraid in the Bible is found in Genesis 3, 6-10, through 10, where this story is recorded. It says, When God called to them, the man answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid. Afraid, because I was naked, so I hid. Yes, the eyes of their conscience were opened. What a deceiver Satan is. He told them their eyes should be opened, and so they were. But not as they understood it. They were open to their shame and guilt, not to their honor or advantage. What caused them to fear? Sin. The approach of God now as their judge. This was the first time they'd ever felt this way. What was the result of their fear? They saw that they were naked. This was never a problem before. Their sin revealed a need for covering their shame, so they made a covering of fig leaves. But it was not sufficient, so God shed the blood of an animal to make a covering for them. Because of their sin, sin and death entered the entire human race. Now all mankind needs a covering of blood for the shame of sin. God provided for this by sending His Son Jesus to die on the cross and shed His sinless and precious blood so that for all who believe in Him, sin could not only be covered but cleansed by it. Though our sin still causes us to fear God's judgment, and rightly so, if we believe in what Jesus did for us, we have assurance through the Holy Spirit God places in us that though we may still suffer consequences, we won't be condemned. Romans eight one confirms this. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Second Timothy one seven says, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. Romans eight fifteen says, You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father, translated, Daddy. I love the lines in that song. Let every song I sing be songs that bring your presence ever nearer, where I can hide my heart when all seems dark and break the web of fear. That's the perfect Abba-Father-Daddy picture. When we praise Him, we understand and can receive God's message to fear not. But let's make it clear. We do need to have a healthy fear of God, one that involves a reverential awe toward Him— Isaiah 8.13 states, The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. We should respect and honor God so much so that the thought of sinning against Him should become foreign to us. If we fear the right thing, we won't have to fear the wrong thing. 1 John four eight b written to believers, says, God is love first John four eighteen A says There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You don't have to fear the wrath of God if you've believed His message to you and have accepted Jesus, the fear-breaker, as your Savior and Lord. Then hear what God says to you, recorded in Isaiah 43.1. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine.
2: Just one the common Hold me.
0: for listening to Grace Notes If you've been blessed by this ministry or would like a transcript or CD of this broadcast, please write and tell us at Sandback Ministries, P.O. Box 581 Falston, Maryland 21047 or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com Join us on our next program Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.